there was a lot of a lot of uh, uh, media buzz around ICOs in 2017. Uh, there was over 500 different projects. They raised over seven billion dollars worth of of funds in support of those projects. And interestingly, you're correct in that there has been some because of the the market coming down. Uh, because of the competitiveness of the deals going up, um, I think that there's been an adjustment in the market. Ironically, the first five months, and I think PwC did a, a report about this, first five months of 2018 actually led to even more funds being raised for ICOs um, and a similar amount of ICOs. Uh, and I think part of that is due to, so, so there's actually an appreciably more amount of money that came in in 2018 um, you know, for the ICO sector. So it's actually growing. I know there's a perception that it kind of faded because there was so much, so much media buzz um, in 2017, but ironically, you know, the, the actual uh, method of ICO is continuing and going up. And I think that the numbers are affected by some of the real standout uh, deals like EOS and uh, Telegram that raised over a billion dollars in their, uh, and, and, and in EOS's case, several billion dollars. I think that's skewed the numbers. I think that the space itself has become much more competitive. There's much more scrutiny. And I think that there's a, it's a much, more competitive uh, landscape. So there's a perception that, oh, it's kind of died down. I think that um, really what's the, the there's, some there, there's some weaknesses, I would call them, to the traditional ICO model. That's what we're really looking to address. That many of those ICOs were turned out in 2017, turned out to either be ineffective, meaning they didn't meet their objectives, or outright fraudulent, meaning they just you know left with the money, that is what kind of has led to the need for these these new measures that are built into the DOS 33 platform. But we believe that the space in general, this idea of of tokenization combined with crowdsourcing, crowdfunding, is a winning combination for early stage financing, and we believe we're just now refining the model and that with the DOS 33 protocol combined with the premium token format, we think that this has immense potential to uh, offer solutions for both sides of the equation, both the entrepreneurs and, and, and project owners, as well as the backers. Um, so we think that this is a really, we're really bullish on the space, and we think that we have the right combination of factors to succeed in this space. The way the process works is, you know, we, we present uh, the project on the DOS 33 platform. You get a DOS wallet. You like the, that project, so you decide to take action. Um, the once the the sale is concluded, and there is multiple rounds. Uh, likely in most of, of the projects on DOS 33. But once the, the sale is concluded, immediately the tokens will be distributed, and those tokens are immediately tradable on the DOS exchange. And we are looking to 
have all of our, our tokens, uh, all the DOS33 tokens, be also tradable. Uh, we're working with partner exchanges that are currently listing DOSCoin, and we want to, to have them list the DOS33 tokens. So that's, we envision that there will be uh, many of these exchanges that we're currently listed on that will be offering the, the DOS33 tokens as well. Um, so that, that's something to be looking for in the future. DOSCoin is distributed based on a, a proof of value type of model. And the idea on that is that uh, we're ensuring that the only way for any new DOSCoin to be minted is it, they have to, there has to be received by the system a certain amount of value um, and that, that's, without that, there's no further emission of, of any DOSCoin. And so that model was set up uh, it, to be different than how we saw many of the proof-of-stake coins, for example, where there's a lot of distribution to different parties, whether that's the founding founders of a, of a, of a platform or the developers, and there's a pre-distribution of units of coins to those parties, we just felt if, if you really are trying to design a currency that's going to scale, that's going to be useful worldwide, that, did, that didn't make sense to have you know, a certain percentage. I know in Ripple's case, 20% going to developers just doesn't make sense. So we designed our process to only emit when there's been value contributed in, the, in, in real terms of, uh, you know, this is where our license model and uh, having people put real euros into the system, building the capacity of the system and be rewarded essentially then with, with DOSCoin. So it's a, it is a different model. Um, the proof of work it kind of mirrors some aspects of proof of work, um, some aspects of the proof of stake. Uh, really blends the best of both in, in a more substantive distribution model. A lot of people are aware of um, the, the centralized systems that we've all been used to, like the banking system. Um, there's, there's great convenience in that. Um, there's typically um, challenges on uh, security and ultimately there's an opaqueness to that whole process. Uh, on the other side, you have more transparency in, an, in a decentralized system, which is very favorable. Um, you have challenges on convenience. Um, in many models, you have goods, you know, you have enhanced security uh, with that distributed model. But um, convenience and product, uh, it's difficult to create product solutions on decentralized systems. The, the difficulty of decentralized systems is you have to think of everything beforehand and then the system is in motion after that and it's difficult to change typically. You can't evolve uh, re refined solutions within these de decentralized systems. So what we were looking to do was we, we love the, the transparency, the immutability, the security of decentralized systems, want to retain that. But we also love 
the convenience and the iterations and refinement that are possible with centralized systems. We were looking to combine the two into one, one system that really, really presents the best of both. DAS ecosystem is, the, the idea behind it is to have all the elements of a, of, of a very viable new world economy in one system and, and have it all integrated together, all working in harmony, rather than, you know, on the decentralized side of things, you're, you're needing disparate parties to come together and create the solution set. We wanted to design, you know, uh, solutions that all worked in concert with one another. And, and that's really what we've, what we've achieved already in having each piece um, you know, aware of and working together with other pieces. So we were looking for the symbiotic relationship to be highlighted in an ecosystem. The foundation of the entire ecosystem is this, the digital wallet, which is called DOS Wallet. So everything uh, really is connected through DOS Wallet. So that is all the, you know, the blockchain itself, the DOS coin blockchain, the DOS exchange, um, all the, the, the DOS 33 offerings will be, you know, participate with those through your DOS wallet. The DOS marketplace is a, is a uh, marketplace designed specifically for the wallet holders, um, the, those account holders. So we, we really see that as the nexus of all the activity of the ecosystem. The great thing about DOS Wallet is it's very easy to, to uh, become a DOS Wallet account holder. Um, you go on to doswallet.com, you initiate uh, the, the, the application process. It involves you uh, sharing certain information. There is a KYC uh, element to it as well, we've talked about for us, the authentication of all of our of our, all the members of our community is really important. So that's, that's a, a step that is part of that process. But aside from that, um, the, you know, the only additional step is for withdrawals and transfers, we ultimately use a hardware device called the validator. And that's just, that's required for any DOS wallet holder uh, to do transfers out or um, withdrawals. And the idea behind that is to enhance the overall security of the entire ecosystem through having a, a hardware device as, as part of that process. Once you've got your DOS wallet, uh, you can trade among a lot of different uh, cryptographic assets, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, DOS coin, all the DOS33 tokens are available to be bought and sold on the DOS exchange. Um, you'll be able to track your, uh, the, the DOS33 projects, see the status of what, you know, what's going on with the different projects, whether you participated or not, you'll have access to some of that information. Um, you will be able to uh, partake of opportunities in the DOS marketplace that we're going to be uh, unveiling uh, in, the, in the fourth quarter. Um, the DOS marketplace allows you to purchase an, assort, an array of different products and services 
for cryptocurrency, um, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Doscoin, um, and those are discounted uh, to our members, um, and, and so there, there's specific you know advantages uh, available just to Doscoin holders. Once you have your Dos wallet, you're able to trade a range of cryptographic assets. Um, so those include uh, Doscoin, of course. Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of the DOS33 tokens will be available to be bought and sold uh, on, on the uh, DOS exchange. Uh, you'll also be able to participate in the DOS marketplace, which uh, is an assortment of products and services available to our members, the members of the DOS wallet community, uh, at a discount, and they can use uh, Doscoin uh, to make those purchases. Uh, they can also use Bitcoin and, and Ethereum to do that as well. Um, we also will be introducing um, all of our new DOS33 projects within the wallet. So you'll have the new projects there as well as you'll be able to track any projects that you've participated in and even track some of the progress of projects that you, you, you just, that are just part of the platform. Um, finally, we, we have uh, a very exciting project, uh, or product I should say, that's launching uh, in the first quarter of 2019, and that is DOS Pay. And this is a full end-to-end -end payment solution uh, that allows um, you know, it's, it's, it's allowing you to pay uh, for pr any product in Doscoin. It's allowing any merchant to accept Doscoin as well as MasterCard, Visa, um, PayPal, all in the, the rails of, of our ecosystem, our blockchain-based ecosystem. Uh, one of the really strong aspects of our ecosystem is as we involve merchants, the DAS Rewards program is running through the entire thing. Now, DAS Rewards is a, a blockchain-based loyalty program uh, that any business can become a part of. And uh, that project uh, it will be launched in the fourth quarter as well. And that's, it, it's, you know, everyone's familiar with customer loyalty programs, and there's a lot of different ones out there. We saw huge advantages in offering one that incorporates blockchain technology and is available to any business um, and has an incredible range of redemption possibilities. That's what's going to really make uh, the DOS Rewards program so remarkable is what you can do with the points, in these cases, uh, they will be DOS rewards that you will be picking up, and that currency will be redeemable for products from every business that's contributing and are part of, of the DOS rewards system. So it's really, that, that, whole, that whole DOS rewards is, just ties everything together in the, in the DOS wallet.